0: into your life from this. Now with without further ado, let's get into this podcast and enjoy Hi there and thanks for tuning into the pauses Podcast. If you would like to see more of my content you can find me on YouTube at The Power City Podcast. You can find me on Instagram at Positivity94 and what I'm going to do is put my landing page link in my bio. So if you press this link, you'll get access to all of my content in one place. So if you also have any questions, want to provide any feedback for the podcast, please email me at the positivity podcast at gmail.com. Now, let's get into this episode and enjoy. Hi, welcome to the Positivity Podcast. In this episode, I'm joined by Amy Charland. Amy is a personal leadership coach, trainer, speaker, and corporate health and wellness advocate. In this podcast we talk about mindset, psychology, belief systems, energy, personal development and much more. Now, sit back, relax and enjoy this episode. Tuning in, trying to find out how to win, go along and tell a friend, marathon you know the game, keep on running, never end, getting better, make a man, Adam got it, Adam got it. Adam got right, it. Adam, got it. Possibility, 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 positivity, possibility, 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 possibility. Tune in. Amy, it's um, It's great to have you on the podcast. Today. How are you doing?
1: I am doing fantastic. Thank you so much for having me here today, Adam.
0: Yeah no you you're welcome it's it's really great to have you on and i just kind of thought i'd introduce you because you've you've been a life coach for like over the over 15 years mm-hmm. and you know you work with lots of different people and like you know corporate and you know for people to you know achieve their potential how did you kind of like get into this and uh...
1: yes well there's a bit of a story and um, mm-hmm. i have to go back about 20 years and so it was after 9 11 here in the States is about a year after when the economy started to tank. And at that point, I was in a role, I was a director of career development for a small liberal uh, private arts college in the middle of Michigan. And then all of a sudden, I got a call into the office one day and I'm put in this little white room and I'm introduced to the HR rep who I've never met before. And I knew what was coming. (laughs) And then my uh, VP offered me a Pepsi. She said, you're going to need this. And then I found out I was laid off and I was not expecting that at all because I was working so incredibly hard. And the numbers were amazing. I mean, I was just bringing more students into the office and ever been in the office and I was offering all these new programs. And I was doing uh, all these numbers at the end of the year, just to show how much I had done during that year. And so it was just, whew, it was just heartbreaking in that moment. But there's also the sense of calm that came over me because I was also completely burnt out at that point and my health was failing i had gotten up to 400 pounds because i didn't know how to soothe myself from the stress other than eating i had my blood pressure is through the roof i was depressed i was on prozac and i was fifty thousand dollars in debt and student and that's not even including the student loan debt and here i am i just got got laid off and my first response is just a sense of first you know the heart drops into your stomach and then the sense of calm and I realized at that moment, I wanted to do something different, but I didn't know what that was. And so I went on to Google and Google was brand new at this time. So I did Google the coaching. Uh, and Google had a very different interface at that, that point. I could, I could picture myself in front of the screen and what that looked like and what it felt like to start to just look for something that I wanted to do. And here I am this career professional. I don't even know <laughs> what I want to do. <laughs> and so I'm Googling with different ideas and I come across this thing called coaching. And so this is, about, once again, 20 years ago. And I'm like, this is it. This is what's been missing. This is how I can really help students. Oh my gosh, this is amazing. And then I completed my career coach certification. And then I was like, hmm, I'm not sure I want to start a, job, a business because I, ooh. you know, I tried starting a resume writing business, realized, oh, that's not really what I wanted to do. And I thought, well, maybe I, if I start a coaching business, but I didn't even know how to start. But then the, in the paper, in the newspaper, we used to find jobs in newspaper. <laughs> I found this ad for a, I think back then it was called a health uh, behavioral change specialist or counselor or something like that. But underlining uh, the description of that was a lot of the coaching principles I had been learning. And so I had applied uh, for that position and was hired on. And so that is what started my career as a health and wellness coach in a healthcare organization. And so I did that for 15 years as I built up additional certifications. And I'm now in here in the states we have this credential through the medical board of examiners it's a health and wellness coach a credential and so i had to go to uh, a testing center and take this test on coaching and so i've got that credential and then through coach you i have several different uh, credentials through that and i've taken oh my goodness so many classes and uh, other um seminars through the years. I've probably have spent close to six figures. It's not over that on just the training because I love it so much. So that's how I got into coaching. And then I started my business because I really saw this need for someone to tie together wellness and career because we often separate them. Like in wellness coaching, uh, working for more of this uh, corporate organization, it was very much, oh, you just stay in your box. But I saw so many people where really their career was causing so much stress for them that was impacting their health. So I'm like, I think we need to combine these two. And so that's where I came up with the concept of lights on again coaching where just to spark that light again in us that starts to get dim when we're in these soul crushing stressful types of situations so that was my long story adam
0: <laughs> yeah no it's fine i mean i think you know it's it's great that you can you know share your story and you know the the experiences that you you went through because i think like you said a lot of the times. In these corporate jobs, and I think we've seen that a lot over COVID. People being let go, and as you mentioned before, you know you're working really hard, and if you experience that, you know that being let go or you know your job going, there is that kind of like sense of calm or relief. It's a bit like you know that those emotions aren't there anymore, and you can kind of, kind of have, it's like a moment of clarity almost. You can kind of like yes, it's very it's quite bad because you know you feel it doesn't feel great to lose your job, but then you can you know, you chose to turn it around and look at something in the field of what you want to do and where you can use your skills, isn't it? And I think, Mm -hmm. you know, working for that company and working in those departments, you gain so much, you know, all that experience you gain for doing all the courses and, you know, developing yourself and all the training all kind of adds up together, doesn't it? To, you know, you as a person, your experience and for you, you know, having lots of kind of uh I just, I just see your belt to be able to help people because, you, you know, you've been in it for quite a while and you've been in all these different areas and you learn a lot of different things. I mean, it must be rewarding, you know, being able to help people and, you know, see them grow and change through, oh, like, you know, what you do. Absolutely.
1: Oh, absolutely. That's why I, I keep doing it, because that's what lights me up. Uh, Once again, the name of the, my company lights on again, coaching, that's what lights me up is to see people that go from, uh, just, you know, barely surviving, you know, just Mm. automatic pilot to actually really, truly living their lives and being able to do the work that they love and even to overcome adversity and challenges, with more ease uh, because that's a muscle that we can build. We can build that resiliency muscle. And so I love to see people be able to just tackle life head on and with vigor and with vitality and with uh, just this love of life. I, I, when I could see that, Oh, mm-hmm. uh, that just yeah, me.
0: Yeah. It's, it's nice, isn't it? And I think like it's, it's, it's that, that shift and those those, uh, changes that people are able to, to do and to tap into. And I think that it just shows you how resilient, you know, and strong people are, um, you know, and how they, and how they can change, you know, over time as well. And like, what, what kind of, like you say, you talked about like work and, um, corporate life. And, you know, do you, do you think that people you know like it's important to take care of your mental health in those those roles because like i think a lot of people sometimes can you know experience burnout you know like that you know it's it's demands it's targets all of these things and then as well with people's personal lives and uh they may have family or kids or a mortgage to pay and then you can see why people are on medication or they may be having difficulties I think, you know, especially with the pandemic, you know, there are a lot of different things happening. And on top of that, you've got uncertainty. People are in these jobs and they don't know if they're going to have a job next week or next month.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness. Yes. And just a layer upon layer, right, of stressors. And one thing I've learned as a health and wellness coach, it's really about how we respond to those stressors that makes the difference because we do have a choice. It doesn't feel like it. Often it doesn't feel like it. We feel like we're stuck in a dead end job, but we need the paycheck or we feel stuck in a relationship that isn't going anywhere, but we're not willing to do anything to change that. I mean, there's just so many choices we have that we give up just because we just uh, maybe are fearful or it just it seems like too much hard work and isn't it fascinating adam i'm sure you see this in Mm. your work as well that you know we'd rather stay in our comfort zone or what's familiar than step out of that because at least we know it we know what that looks like even though we are unhappy we tend to stay in this in this bubble and it's fascinating and i did that i did that for years And I just find that absolutely fascinating as human beings, we do that. Um, But it's also because of how our brain is designed which I find very interesting because it's designed to always focus on threat. And so whenever we see a threat in our environment we're going to shut down. We're going to stay in that comfort zone because we're seeing it as survival instinct. But when we can start to expand that because we do have the ability to change our brain, not to focus so much on threat. That's when beautiful things can really start to happen.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I really agree with you. And I think, um, you know, like, uh, you know, the mind's a powerful thing. And I think, you know, we, you know, we are, we have the ability to, you know, push out of a comfort zone or to stay in it. And I think as you mentioned, you know, like a lot of the time we react and it's, you know, the survival um, part of us, you know, kicks in and then we, you know, you either it's like fight or flight, isn't it? You know, you react. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think like, you know, like COVID, there's, there's a silver lining, I think, to the situation. And I know everyone's in different circumstances and experiencing different things, but ultimately, like you said, the, the it's how you ultimately react to it. Um, you know, like responding, you know, like responding to it rather than probably reacting. And I think uh, over time, is it like three weeks to develop a new habit that kind of thing and we we like routine and you know mm-hmm. safety and comfort and I've been thinking about it a lot myself you know and you know what I do and we're, we're in a lockdown in the UK so you you know you have to be very very self-disciplined because you can get into bad habits you know mm-hmm. when if you if you're you know in a certain kind of routine for a while and, and I've recognized that and it's just that self-awareness, isn't it? I think you would just say, you know, just trying to be self-aware, checking in with yourself.
1: Absolutely. I think that's key. Number one is just that awareness of how we are living our lives. And like you said, you have those habits. I've developed new habits being more at home. Uh, we all have. And now that we have gotten through, you know, this first, what is it now? Eight months or so? I can't, I've lost track of how many months we've been kind of in this pandemic, but the months and, but that's all how I like to look at it. It's all great learning because if we can do something right now and build that resiliency and make some different Mm. decisions right now, imagine what our life will be like when this pandemic is over, we would have built a whole new skill set, And so that's why I really encourage folks to take those little steps, take a look at those, those habits, have that awareness of what's going on right now and start to just take some small little steps to start to change mm. those habits because now is always the
0: best time. Mm. Yeah, that's so Exactly. And, um, I was thinking when you like work with clients, like, um, what, what do you find like helps, helps clients, you know, when you're coaching them, like, um, you know, and, you know, what, what, what would you suggest, like, if, you know, people experiencing burnout in their job and they're tired or depleted, like, what, what, what do you think is, like the, you know, a good way of kind of looking after yourself?
1: Mm-hmm. And I would say, first off, if uh, folks are feeling really burnt out, stressed out, and just on automatic pilot, is just take some time off. And it may feel like, oh, Amy, I don't have, I don't have that time. And I'm not talking about a, a day or a huge long vacation. I'm talking about taking some time off, even if it's just taking a breath to be in that present moment, because a burnout is a slow progression. It doesn't happen overnight. So there, there are um, ways that we're responding some, to some of those stressors, and when we have stressors coming from so many different places. you know, we got to just step back and be in that present moment because we're always, when we focus on threat, we're always coming up with these what if scenarios in our brain. So our brain is very, very busy trying to decipher where's the threat. And so if we can come to that present moment, we can calm our brain and get into this relaxation response instead of this threat response. So that's the first thing is just to take some time off. And once again, what I mean by that, it doesn't have to be a lot of time. I mean, if you can take a day just to unwind and just do some self-care absolutely do that and then start but the thing is after that after take that moment even if it's just a breath to plan something out on how you can continue to take those moments to take that time for yourself to start to shift those habits ever so slightly because if we try I mean we all know this you know with the diet industry we all know if we make too many changes all at once they just don't stick and so we just those small little shifts little shifts in perspective little change in habits and i've seen miraculous things happen in just a couple weeks when folks just start to make these small shifts
0: Mm -hmm. yeah no that's that's definitely and i think like you said it takes that that little bit of time and just that that consistency with it and you know those little you know one percent all kind of add up Mm -hmm. and you know not to kind of like I think like sometimes people can kind of want things straight away and I know I've definitely been like that and it's it's just that gradualness over time isn't it as long as you kind of like make that kind of one step forward kind of thing oh
1: absolutely yes Adam that is so important that consistency and you mentioned like I think before yeah we often hear like 21 days to a new habit and sometimes that works for certain habits but that's all about consistency so if you miss one day guess what you need to start all over it day one Mm. because it really is about that consistency and some habits are so ingrained that it takes longer and because this this is once again back to the brain science of how our brain works and actually the biology here uh, of our brain is when we continue to do the same habit again and again and again we create this neural pathway and it becomes a super highway so uh, there's this uh, phrase, what's uh, wired together fires together, which mm. ultimately just means when we ha- are triggered by something, and I'll just use an example here, maybe, um, maybe triggered with the alarm going off in the morning, triggered by that, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, I just dread the day. That is wired together, so it fires together. Mm. And what we've created is a super highway to wake up in the morning with that alarm going off, going, wow, I just dread the day. But what we can do is we can create a new pathway in the brain. I mean, Literally a new pathway, a new neural pathway that says, you know what, when I get up in the morning, I'm gonna slam on that alarm and say, I cannot wait to start this day. You literally can retrain your brain to do that, but it takes time. So you've got the highway of the old habits and then you've got this new habit, which is a really rough dirt road at first, mm. but it can over time become a super highway, and we can diminish the other superhighway to just a dirt road, that old bad habit.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, I really love that. And I, and I agree. And I think it's, you know, like you said, there's those kind of pathways that we can create and they can either be, you know, be good or bad. And I think like you said, by, creating like new ones it just takes you know that that is pretty hard work to begin with but I think if you keep on doing it and kind of push through that routine you know you can build those new ways of looking at things and living your life and I think um you know everyone has different routines and different ways of getting up in the morning but I think like you know it's just those kind of small differences isn't it that make a big difference over time
1: oh absolutely it's all about the small And we, uh, what our brains love to do is we love to dismiss the small. Uh, saying, "Oh, it's not enough." I hear this all the time. It's, "Oh, you know, that's not enough, Amy. I need to be doing more." And it's like, "No, you just need to be doing this one small thing and doing it consistently," and that's where we get ourselves in trouble because, like you're saying, Adam, it really is just that plus one, plus one. It's hmm. not about huge, massive change, and we hear that a lot. Uh, I, I think in popular culture that, "Oh, just massive change, and you can do it," and you know what? Sometimes we can. Mm. But if you're working a job and you've got responsibilities and, you know, maybe you're taking care of your parents as well, or, Mm. you know, you've got all this going on, massive change is going to be pretty... Challenging, And then if it doesn't happen, then you're going to be right back where you are or mm-hmm. were. And what's worse is now you're going to feel like you can't achieve anything because you tried to take massive action and didn't work. Mm-hmm. But this, the beauty of taking these small little steps is then you build up your confidence along the way and mm-hmm. you start to see results and then you have a foundation from which to build from. And it's amazing what can be accomplished in as little as a week, a couple mm. weeks. I mean, think in 90 days, just taking mm. some small steps and gradually adding to those. I think it's kind of this idea of a compound effect. We hear that investing, right?
0: Mm. But it really
1: truly is because it's one plus one plus one, but eventually we get to plus two, because we've built such a strong foundation that we can add a bigger goal onto that.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, definitely. And I think there's the compound effect, something I definitely learned a lot about through, through one of my friends, um, Don Sef sick, I've done a podcast for him and he mentioned the compound effects and like plus one, plus one. And it really kind of stuck with me and I ended up, you know, applying it to my life in some ways. And I think, you know, cause when we had the lockdown, I started to, you know, we can't go to the gym. So, you know, this was like last year. So, you know, applying little bits of that to exercise and just building on it or, you know, reading, you know, read, this is, this is something that's still ongoing, but, you know, read say 20 pages a day or, you know, build that up and read 30. And then over time, you know, you're, reading 50 before you know it and you know like you said it can be applied to anything really it's just that one percent over time and as you mentioned before a lot of people you know uh, have got family kids you know my parents so that need help and that, that, that massive change is a lot more difficult for them to do because it, you know it's trying to fit that bit of time and take that massive action or you know into what they do so as you mentioned you know that that little one percent does help and i've said this to people with Posting video content, you don't have to do take action straight away and do a massive five-minute video talking about something. You can just start off, and I had my friend do this the other day. He he um, got motivated to do it, and he did a short reel on his Instagram story for like 15 seconds, talking about his day and his work and what he's doing. And I think you do that every say once a week or once a day. Over a while, you'll be doing four minute five minute videos if not longer because you've built up that confidence and that's something that i i personally think about when i've been doing these podcasts and videos i've had to work my way up by that one percent you know over time to be to have the confidence to 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 do this you know it's Mm it's um it's pretty powerful isn't it when you think about it And you think probably about what you do as well
1: oh absolutely I I think we dismiss uh, the power of that and uh, until we really try it Um, but once again yeah our brain doesn't like small maybe it's our culture I don't upbringing I don't know why exactly that is but I come across a lot of people it's like Amy no that's not enough it's like well (laughs) yeah if you want to go big let's let's give that a try but let's see what let's see what happens so i don't want to dismiss if someone wants to go big i don't say don't do that instead of say well let's give that a try and let's let's come back and talk about what worked and what didn't and Mm. what usually happens is they come back and they say yep i didn't do
0: it Mm. Yeah. yeah it's it's a difficult one isn't it i think as you said there's you can try and recalculate you know if how it happened and what results you got and then just just trying it out and experimenting isn't it you know I think that's probably better than than not doing anything at all and um I was just thinking like do you have any like favorite books or anything like that at all
1: yes oh my gosh Adam I got so many I (laughs) you know there's one I was like I always like to joke that my favorite book is the one I'm currently reading (laughs) 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> um but i'm lo- loving that new book um about netflix and i'm blanking uh, on the title um oh goodness but yeah it, when we're talking about culture and, and companies that just fascinates me it's uh there, something about there are no rules uh or rules no world's rules i think is what it's called and yeah. it's all about netflix and how they just have become just this phenomenal company based on a radically different type of culture than the traditional culture so i find that really mm-hmm. fascinating uh, also one of my favorite books is overcoming under earning by barbara stanley and she has a, a several books uh, and I think she just written a new one about building building wealth. But I love the overcoming under-earning because we don't recognize often how much our habits and how we approach life really creates us being in the space of being under-earners. And she really highlights what those under-earners, what are those... Um, identifiers. And Mm -hmm. I was horrified a few years ago when I went through that and I was like, oh my gosh, I am Mm -hmm. such an under earner and I would have never Mm -hmm. thought of myself that way. Uh, And I have a a mentor right now I'm working with who really talks about and did a challenge recently about money fear
0: Mm -hmm.
1: And we talk about money as, oh, if I can pay off my debt, or if uh, I had enough money in the bank account to do what I wanted to do. So we often think about that as money, but that's still money fear. Where money fear disappears is when we have the skill set to create money whenever we want. And that just, whew, that just mm-hmm. blew my mind. Is like, oh, isn't that so true that we keep thinking of money? Uh, we won't have money fear any longer if it's the right bank account number or we have so much retirement but it's really about a skill set and i think that's what barbara stanley is talking about in her books as well is it's a skill set to be a high earner and hmm. we're not taught this stuff in school right adam
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> <You know>? oh <laughs> yeah. my
1: goodness you know the stuff i'm learning as a coach is phenomenal and it's i wish i could create a whole curriculum for (laughs) for education on what really helps people to be successful because quite frankly and I'm at education um, I have my master's degree working on my doctorate in education so this is coming from someone who has been in the educational space and saying that I really think education is broken and I think we it needs it needs to be overhauled and we really need to look at the purpose of of education And, and if it's to help people to uh, get jobs and be successful and to uh, live quality lives and be happy in their lives it's not working it's just not working
0: yeah no I, I really agree with you and i think that you made some really great points and you know like like people i hear sometimes say i'll i'll be rich when i get xyz or well, only if you know this happens i'll be secure you know secure they almost it's almost like throwing something on a raft and throwing it out to sea and saying well i'm gonna be okay when i catch that you know i'm gonna and it's like you're kind of throwing it out there and it's not you know it's like you said it is a skill set and almost like a mindset as to you know the value that it's like you said like the value that you place on your services or yourself and it's um it's something that that you aren't taught, and I think a lot of it can come down you near know, to your belief system. What you know, there's a hell of a lot of you know, a lot of psychology to you know, like money and how you treat money, if that makes sense. And I think it's it's something that, that's a process that you that you learn and you kind of figure out as you go along. And I think it's something that I've been more mindful about recently, and. It's, it's, it's so, it's so in, interesting and fascinating when you, when you see it, you know, you hear stories about it. And I think, as you mentioned, like, um, you know, people in education society, it's a bit of a backwards kind of system. I mean, they're not trying for it to be backwards, but it kind of is because you've got people who, you know, got really good jobs and successful family status etc but they're not happy and it's like well there's something has to be done there and and I've spoken to people who've been in you know in certain situations and they're not happy even though they've got a job a car and a house and everything else and it's uh you know happiness is different for each person I get that and it's very you know it's a personal thing but that you know the things that you learn through coaching or the things that you learn for certain courses like when I did my coaching I was like, why didn't I, t- if I learned this in school, you know, or if I learned this when I was 17, I wouldn't have had X, Y, Z relationships or put my time into certain things. And it, it you know, if we could create a curriculum that's, that shows this, that it'd be, it'd be uh, fantastic, but, um, but yeah, it, it's, it's so interesting talking about these things because I think they're, you know, important topics to talk about.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely oh and and i know we're yeah. getting to our time here adam i yeah, want yeah. to be respectful of your time but yeah. oh my no, goodness cool. i could go i could go on all it's morning here in minnesota yeah. <laughs> i could go on all morning all afternoon your time but
0: yeah
1: <laughs> I, you know we've got to stick yeah. to a <clears throat> excuse yeah me,
0: yeah schedule no, it's here. Right. It's okay.
1: but, yeah no, it's fine but,
0: i no same, same here it's really it's really great talking to you and um yeah we'll have to we can always do part two you know we can always do more of these and uh you know if you'd like to and we can we can we can talk about different topics again as well and I would um love that. yeah I
1: would absolutely love that uh yeah. yeah so this has just been a, a delight and uh yeah i'm sorry i didn't want to cut you off but i know that no, we don't no, no. have a schedule yeah.
0: Here. yeah yeah no it's fine that's no, okay. perfect and like, where can people find you on like social media and your website and that kind of thing
1: Yes. So if folks uh, just type in Lights On Again Coaching, uh, mm. just Google it. Uh, they'll find yeah. me. That's Lights On Again Coaching. I'm on Facebook. I have a Facebook page. I'm on LinkedIn. Not quite as active on LinkedIn right now. I'm working on that and just mm. got started on, on Instagram. Yeah, I'm not on Clubhouse yet.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> are you, Adam? I'm, are you on Clubhouse? I'm, i've got an android device so i'm not on it at the minute but um i've got a lot of friends who are telling me to go on it so i might use my family's apple device and go on it at some stage
1: yes yes the same with me i have the android but it sounds like a great platform to be on yeah
0: yeah yeah watch the space you know see what happens
1: yes absolutely absolutely well thank you uh, so much
0: no you're welcome
1: Been such a delight, and I would love to be back because I felt like, oh, we were just really getting going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, No, I see. I really enjoyed it, and um, I look forward to connecting with you next time.
1: Sounds wonderful. All right.
0: Take Take care. care. You too. Bye. Bye got it adam got it party party
1: party positivity, 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 positivity.